time you come on over, I just wanna listen. I know you got some issues, and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker, and didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. So, how are you, Vince? Well, we haven't recorded a podcast in a long time. Yeah. Like, welcome welcome back, people, to Vince's and Paige's Anxiety Hour. Oh, you know? okay. <laughs> Episode 43. Um, did we even record this month yet? Like, I don't... No, I don't think so. Uh, did we record in... Oh, we recorded in October. Yeah. And then we were going to do a Halloween episode, but then that didn't happen. Um, so, yeah. November. Woo! Oh, it's, yeah, it, it is November. Yeah. Um, I just came back from Trader Joe's and got all these, like, pumpkin-flavored, um, I guess, like, breakfast bars or something. And I was like, nice. oh, are these all year or are they just seasonal? And the chick was like, yeah, they're just seasonal. So, like, you better just buy as much as you can because once they're out of stock, that's it. And, like, I love pumpkin-flavored everything pretty much. So it's kind of a bummer. Like, it's like, all right, pumpkin season's already over. Like, once, you know, once Thanksgiving is over, that's it. Wait, did you, were you always into pumpkin or was it after you ate pumpkin pie for the first time? It was after I ate pumpkin pie for the first time. Ah, okay. Which I think was last year. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, because I was like, oh, I didn't know that about you, that you really liked pumpkin uh, pumpkin flavored things. <laughs> yeah, now I'm like pumpkin So we never everything. talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I know Panera for a fact has like pumpkin flavored like muffins or bagels or whatever until like November. So I got to get on that shit too and... Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Denny's is having pumpkins, so it's like the, the clock is count. You know, the countdown clock's over, and then once Thanksgiving is gone, like that's it. All the pumpkins are put away and replaced by uh, peppermint. Maybe fuck peppermint. <laughs> oh, peppermint's horrible. I love peppermint. It's like toothpaste. I love toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So here's an interesting fact. Okay. Um, I learned last week at work. Do you know three handfuls of cashews equals one doctor prescription dosage of Prozac? Seriously? Yes. I Googled it and like I read two things that confirmed it. I don't know if that's enough, but. That's... Wait, what? Three handfuls? That's three... a lot of cashews. Well, I mean, I mean, you have to like, talk about how, hand, how much. I guess that's like. And it depends one... on your hand yeah, size. Yeah, that's like one bag probably <laughs> usually, right? Because my, I think my hand, three handfuls of cashews would be different from your three handful of cashews. <laughs> but, but that's a good fact. Yeah, but still, even one handful, probably, like just one bag of cashews, which is like probably one handful right there. That's like, that's something that's helpful. Yes. Actually, speaking of cashews, because recently, if you guys like food and you guys like cooking, you should follow Tasty on Facebook because they do these delicious videos i first i thought it was like a health food like type of cooking thing so i followed it because i was like okay i should learn how to make you know better food but it's not it's not healthy it's just whatever it's really great so they i saw a recipe for like was it like vegan fettuccine or something and instead of using cheese they use cashews Hmm. and i was like oh because i there's actually um i think um there's I I always go to this um what is this this uh 
Peruvian restaurant in Long Beach every time I visit LA. Yeah. And there's this dish, I don't know what it's called, some chicken dish, whatever. But the sauce they use, I think they use either cashews, I think they use cashew sauce or whatever. And I never had like nuts turned into sauce, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it is so freaking good. It's like so good. So so when I saw the recipe that you could use cashews as fettuccine sauce or whatever, I was like, that's rad. But then I need to get a blender and I don't have one. So So that meal at that restaurant is literally, literally an antidepressant. Like if you order it, it's guaranteed. Yeah, so I sh- that means I should eat there. <laughs> well, I'm going to eat there anyway. But now I really should eat there. You yes. know? Interesting. Wait, so who told you this at work? Um, I don't know why it came up, but I think someone just mentioned it randomly. And then, like, you know, I'm always trying to find ways to get out of my misery. So I immediately Googled it. I'm like, oh, sweet. Then I went to, like, the Dollar Tree right after and bought some. And I felt pretty, I felt, I felt pretty good. <laughs> and you after. felt great. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that makes sense because sometimes I eat one cashew or two and I'm like, hmm, I feel better from that than I did before I ate them. Yeah, I guess it has. Yeah, totally. Like, it has the nutrients, Maybe. I guess, that like balances out the chemicals in your brain and shit. You know? That's awesome. Okay, good to know. Um, yeah. So what's up? Um, well, I live in a new place now. I moved yes! cities. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I, I literally, I literally, literally, from the last podcast. Okay, everything, dude. It happened so fast. Yes. Okay, so two weeks ago. Um, I had posted my face on Craigslist saying, hey. Your I mean, face? I mean, I posted my picture, you know? So, so okay. And the, the rooms wanted, like, hey, anyone want a roommate? Um, I'm looking to live near the red line because I, I take the subway to work and I want to live somewhere there. And what's up? Um, some dude texted me. Um, our schedules weren't fitting, but he said, you know what? Okay. We, 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 made, we made plans for me to check out the place. In da- it, was, it was in downtown. Uh, and, um, he, he wanted and to meet on a Sunday to check it out. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, that Saturday I went to my first wedding ever. Um, uh, I don't know if that's worth talking about, but it happened so long ago now, but it was pretty cool. It was crazy. Okay. It, it involved Sam and Frodo. Oh, that sounds sweet. Should we, we talk about it later? Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Remind me to go back to it. So after the wedding, the next day I went to see the apartment. This was two Sundays ago. I checked it out. It was awesome. Um, I'm, it's a, it's a super, I hate using this term, but it's technically like a luxury apartment. Wow. Um, and it's a good, yeah, but there's like, there's, I still have three roommates, but the, the deal that I got with it was that I get my own bedroom, two walk-in closets and the bathroom, <gasps> my own private bathroom. What the heck? And like a view, my window view of like the skyline of downtown. Um, oh my God. For, um, <laughs> I am visiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the price is cheap, and I could, and, and pretty much my roommates are chill. It's like, yeah, you could, you know, that room is pretty much your studio, so you could pretty much bring friends over whenever you want. It's all good. Like, we don't care. Oh, nice. Is it a huge room? It's a pretty, it's like, I literally have my bed, my desk, and my TV and everything, and I have a lot of space still. Like, a lot of space. Could you even fit a couch if you wanted to? Well, that's the plan. Like, I, so it was pretty cool because, the, okay, so the dude who was in my room before me, he left, he left like, a kind of like a, you know, a, a little drawer thing thingy. 
He left a futon bed, and he left a super nice, like, computer office chair. Wow. And, and like, I also have, like, some lights here, too, though, like, some lantern lights. So, like, I have this cool futon. It's really comfortable. So, eventually, I want to get, like, a couch fold-out bed mm-hmm. and, like, stuff stuff the futon into, like, one of my closets because there's enough room for it. And then... What? No, dude, the closets are huge. Like, I could, like, it's, like, two walk-in closets. Like, I, and I literally... Jeez. And the thing is, I have no use for the second closet because... I don't have enough stuff. Wait, so could the second closet be like your studio or like, oh, I know what you could turn it into. No, I mean. Your podcasting the, studio. I was thinking about that because our, my apartment, so there's down, oh, is like overlooks the the freeway. So I, I get a lot. So I'm going to see how much noise I pick up, even with my windows shut. But I could literally probably just podcast in there and it'd be like perfectly, like dead silent. Oh my God. You can make it soundproof. Yeah. Okay. You can make it so cool. Okay. Should I add other awesome things about this apartment? Let me throw. Yes. In. Yes. Yes. Awesome. This apartment. Keep going. So it's huge. Like it's so this 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 complex takes over two streets like across from each other. There's like bridges everywhere and shit. There's Whoa. two. There's two gyms, two swimming pools, one swimming pool on the roof, a tennis court Heck. that's like way by way out in this foresty area, and a hot tub. <laughs> I can think I want to stay with you instead of staying at home. <laughs> Dude, you, told you. <laughs> you have to crash. You have to crash. Okay. Like couple, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like a hotel. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. Um, the only thing that I'm sharing with my roommates is pretty much the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't cook, so I don't know if I'm ever going to use it. I'm, and I have a mini fridge for when I used to live in Koreatown at my mom's place. So I'm going to bring that over. And I'm gonna be pretty well set up. Like it's 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 pretty rad. Wow. Um, do you have a well? Can you send me a picture of it? Of what? Of your place. Where is it? Because when you're talking about bridges and stuff, I'm just like, oh, okay. I can't do imagine. A Google, do a Google image search. Just type in the Medici Los Angeles. Okay. Wow. It sounds okay. It sounds like a hotel. Nice. <laughs> nice, Vince. Good job. Hey, they con- hey, he contacted me. Like it wasn't even. You didn't even do it. But hey, you put your face. That that's quite. Um, because I feel like usually people don't put their face on. Well, something. So. I, I so I was looking at the rooms wanted, um, postings, and I saw people were putting their pictures, and I figured, well, you know, if you're looking for a roommate and it's not it's someone you don't know, I feel like people would feel more comfortable if they see. That's who, true. Who the dude is looking at. And I described myself. I said, oh, I'm a video editor. Um, I'm, you know, I'm pretty chill. I'm, I'm, I want roommates who are not, who are clean and not loud because that's pretty much what I want. So I kind of made myself to seem like, you know, the best dude possible. And, um, yeah. <laughs> that, and, that, yeah. And he initially wanted, like, 1200 for my room, uh-huh. which for this spot is pretty good. But, but, yeah. but he said he's willing to negotiate. So I said, you know, I'm going to lowball it as much as I can. So I was like, how about 800 and he was like, okay. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> and then it's plus 50 for utilities, too. So 850 altogether. Oh my altogether. god. That's how much I pay for my... Okay, so really? everyone, as a contrast, I'm paying about the same amount for my... I don't even know how many square foot it is, but I would say it is... How many... How how big do you think my place is? It's like small, I don't, right? I, I don't know square feet, dude. I'm stupid. I don't understand. Yeah, me neither. That's why thing. I'm like, I don't know how to describe it. Just know that my whole bathroom is the size of a shower. 
and my kitchen's the same size as that shower. Dude, dude like my bathroom. And I have a, I have a tub, and like it's fucking. It's the biggest bathroom. It's bigger than my mom's bathroom, pretty much. I have my closet, the biggest closet I have. It's the size of a suitcase <laughs> because I can fit my suitcase into I have like two shelves of a closet, and my the only place to sit in my room is my bed. That's why I always break my glasses because I always put my glasses on my bed and I sit on them. And, um, yeah, I'm paying the same amount. But this is paying. you don't have roommates, though, so you do have that. That's true. But, you know. But your roommates aren't cool, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, so two of them are old. The one on the lead, they're both old. They're a little bit older. And then there's one other young dude. Um, but I really never really see them, really, because our schedules are so different, you know? Well, actually, I've only been here three days, too, so that's probably it. <laughs> like, um. Wow. But, uh, yeah. It's it, you know, I live near it, and like first night I was in my, yeah first night in my new apartment. I called up my friend who works at Macy's. I'm like, hey, because um, she works at the downtown Macy's. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> I moved down the street now. Um, let's get drinks. So you know, first night we got, we, we, I already got started going to the bars everywhere. Um, she's, you know, she she got she got the darkness hit her over. She says she said I'm gonna die alone. Immediately took her to the downtown Target, bought some cashews. You know. Save that situation. She said you were going to die alone? No, she said she was going to die alone. Oh. So sucks. I was like, all right, no more drinks. Let's go to Target. I bought some cashews, gave her like two pieces, and then gave the rest <laughs> to me. Two pieces? It was my cashews, but I was like explaining. For your troubles. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, I, like, I feel like this is perfect because all I like, to, you know, I like to hang out in downtown all the time. So like I yeah. really literally... When I'm not working, I literally do not have to leave this area at all. Like, that's so rad. Wait, so wait, so what? What, what part of downtown? So it's downtown LA. Yeah. Okay, but where? Do you know where like the do you know where the Target is? No, actually, I realized it's not. I don't think I've been to that Target. Do you know where the downtown LA Macy's is? Yes, Macy's kind pl- of, yeah. Macy's Place. Pl- it's like two blocks from there. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. Life upgraded. I already say that. Uh, yes, maybe. Okay. <laughs> the I'll dude was again. totally random. It was like two weeks ago. I looked at it, and then this week I moved. Like, it all happened like, super freaking fast. That's, yeah, I guess that's quite fast for, that's like Hong Kong time. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, so about me. You had, well, like, you had a gig. Yes, we actually just had, we had two gigs. So... My band, Jeans, which everyone should um, like on Facebook, facebook.com slash jeanshk, J-E-A-M-E-S-H-K. Uh, anyway, so we had, so we had a Halloween gig. That was our, so that was our second gig ever in a year. So, so the first gig we ever did was one year ago, the day before I went back to LA. Um, we performed at like an open mic night. Yep. So... Um, and since then, we've just been practicing, rehearsing. We wrote another song because I already had one song, original song. So we wrote another song. And um, but then we haven't really done anything. So I was I told my Batman, hey, why don't we perform for Halloween? And he's like, OK, actually, my office, we're having a Halloween party so I could volunteer us. So I got dressed up as a bat. And then um, my bandmate, he had like a wolf mask and stuff. And then we performed and it was it was I mean it was for me a really good experience just because I've never played for 
I've never been like I now I know what it's like to be on the other side, like as a live band <laughs> at a party. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we were like about to sing and people were still talking, and I was just like, "Why are they still talking?" And I was like, "All oh, right," because is a party and we're we're the background noise we're not here we're not like they didn't come to see us you know what i mean um so that and so it was kind of like i had to teach well tell myself like i get to concentrate and sing and not be distracted by like so many distractions you know and um yeah so that was cool um we did three halloween-esque songs the first one was by Ryan Gosling's band, Dead Man's Bones. And the song we did was uh, My Body's a Zombie for You. The second song was a cover by from King Tough, Bad Thing. And the third was Wolf Like Me by TV on the Radio, which which I realized as I was singing this and performing it, I was like, wow, I would say maybe five years ago, I covered this back in my room in Alhambra on the guitar. And it was my dream to sing this song to people like to perform it but at the time when I was playing it I just felt like it wasn't there you know so I was like okay wow like five years later I I achieved this dream that I never really thought would ever be achieved kind of thing so I thought that was really cool um yeah then we did two original songs and then two more covers that we've been doing and so actually a a lot of our friends missed out on the show because it turns out it was an actual office party so I was really bored after because Everyone was mingling, and I just, I didn't realize, I just thought we would play it and leave or something, but we didn't. So um, I was just super drained and tired from the whole event. But because a lot of her friends miss out on the show, and one friend, she's just stopping over in Hong Kong for a couple days, so she requested a performance. So we invited some people to my bandmate's rooftop and did a, a show there, and it was just like for a couple of our friends. So I felt way more comfortable. Like when we were performing at the office party, I didn't say a word besides thank you at the end and singing. Like I just went up there and I just stood there. It was like one of those sets where the band comes up and just performs, never says anything in the crowd. It just comes down and leaves. <laughs> but since my friend, he, cause I mean, he works there and he, his like job, like he kind of MCs events and stuff. So he like talked for us and everything. But then with my friends yesterday, I was like, do like stand up comedy. <laughs> it was just like, and I was just kind of like, I was super comfortable. And obviously, because they were my friends and everyone was laughing, I knew they thought I was funny, so it was great. And then, um, uh, yeah, and then we we did the same set, and then plus, and they wanted more songs, so we just did a bunch of covers and stuff. And it was really fun because it was just nice because, um, like it was up on the roof for one thing. The weather's really nice right now in November. Um, we were on the 31st floor, so we, it, like, but there were, like, more buildings in the background, you know, and then someone had put on, someone, like, some, one of the residents had randomly put some AstroTurf, like, in this perfect spot, so we just performed on it, you know, and, and I think, and so now, I think we're just trying to do more gigs, just, so next week we plan on performing on the street, just in front of his house, kind of. Um, I think it's just good exposure and experience. Cause I mean, we don't really have that many songs to be like, Oh, we want to play a show, you know? So I think for me, especially cause I do, I feel like, cause I, after viewing all the pictures, my friends took of me and everything. I was like, okay, I have zero stage presence. <laughs> that picture is <laughs> fucking um, cool though. The one with like the buildings all behind you guys and everything. Yeah. And I mean, I wore my bat costume. Everyone's like, that should be your thing. Like you should just be this bat, which is what I wanted to do. But I never like, 
seeing with my wings open so you can't even tell i'm just in this weird like hoodie kind of (laughs) (laughs) so um i told myself okay just gotta well i think to gain stage presence you just have to be comfortable so i feel like i just have to do this more often and hopefully gain confidence (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you got you said you're gonna be playing another show soon or like on the street or something too right yeah, so actually one of my friends who listens to the podcast, I think I talked about him before, Kermit, which, um, like, so he randomly kind of was like, oh, I'm coming to Hong Kong next week. And I was like, oh, okay. So, um, and since he was a big supporter of James and I used to jam with him and everything, so I was like, I, I want to do a performance kind of for him, but not really, like, for everyone. But, so this will be our, our street performance. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because after this, actually, I've, I'm going to be super busy for the next, because I'm going to, I took, I'm taking two days off to go traveling with him. Oh, yeah, I, I want to go to Guangzhou. We're going to Guangzhou, so I need to ask you about that. But, um, so we won't have any more band practices for, until, like, January, I think, because right after this, I have a weekend in November, and then I'm, I'm in L.A., like, December 5th. Oh, December 5th? Yeah. Dude, that's so early. That's so awesome. Oh. Yeah, but I'm leaving December 27th. I mean, it's still three weeks, but that's I just, a long, yeah. That's going to be the longest time ever, though. No, I think last yeah. year was around the same time, okay. but it's cooler because it's earlier. So, did you say you were going to New York? E- I don't know for sure if I'm going to go yet. Because, um, okay, so moving and then going to Austin next weekend. It's like kicking my ass financially, so I don't know how I'm, if I'm going to do it. But if I do, I'm going to be going new, to New York on the 11th. Till when? Just that weekend. So Okay. So, because, you know, I've been in New York before, and mm-hmm. I don't want to spend a lot of money. So I would probably just stay there that weekend and come back on the 13th. That's perfect because that weekend is the wedding weekend that I'm going to be a part of. And so, we, so yeah. we wouldn't even hang out then. Yeah. And then, perfect. And then, like, if we hang out in downtown in that area, I could be out late because then I could just go home. Because I literally just I, – I live down the street from the subway, so I could just go, I could just go to work from there. Oh, yeah. I forgot you. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was going to be like – and then I was like, wait, why would you need to – why do you need to go home early? Why do you need to wake no, up? <laughs> no, no. If, we, if I stay in downtown, I can stay out like super late. Oh, okay. Well, I I can't stay out that late because. But then, oh, but if we hang out downtown, I can just stay at your place. But you'll have to leave with me because oh, because I have like a weird electronic key, so it doesn't lock. From oh shit, what that. time do you what time do you go to work? <laughs> You're like oh god, um, I you I can leave like eight fifty. I usually leave like eight fifteen, the latest. Okay, well, we'll talk about this. That's a good silence right there. <laughs> um, Even my friend, he was like, let's get, let's get, I was like, maybe we can get breakfast. But I was like, uh. Where, where, where are you going to, wait, where are you guys going to perform? In, are you going to perform in Mongkok? Like in that? No, so we're going to perform on his street. So he lives on, um, he lives in Xinguan, my family, and um, the street is called Taiping Shan. So it's kind of like, it's where all these like, like the hip stores and the restaurants are and stuff. So there's a lot of people there. So I think he wants to perform there, which I'm okay with because I'm like, that's, it's not busy for one thing. So I feel like I'm, I want to gradually <laughs> ease into this. So like, okay, we play live or on the street. It's supposed to first start on a quiet street. 
invite our friends, and then slowly move on to a more public space. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, I don't think I'm ready for Central. You guys got to do a gig at um, the Wanch. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like even that, I'm still like, okay, that's like a big thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but we, yeah, yeah, we should, we should do it. I used to get, I used to get over this. I used to get over this. But um, yeah. Dude, that's fucking rad. Oh man, dude. Did I, please, sorry. Did I tell you that um, we have so a couple? Like I would say, I think a month ago. So there's this record label. I don't know. Are we signed to? Are it? you I'm signed to sure. a record label? Well, okay. So my so my bandmate, his. I don't know. I maybe we are, but I'm not sure because I I don't <laughs> know. I never really talked about it. I just kind of was like, oh, cool. So he has a friend who has his own record label, and um, he really likes. James, um, and so there was a cassette day or record store day or something last year, or last month or whatever in London, and he put so the, it's actually a really cool concept. I forgot <laughs> I should look into this. Um, it's I think it's called the Secret Seven or something. So they put out fifty cassettes that have like three songs from this one band, or no, 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 like ten songs or something. But the seventh song is. A secret song and the seventh song is like so there's 50 different bands we're part of the 50 mm-hmm. and so for each cassette they put a different song from a different band as a seventh song but they don't tell you what it is so you'll buy the, so there's only 50 cassettes and you'll so whatever you buy will be a random band for the seventh song so jeans will you be my jgl is one of the seven out of 50 that makes sense but anyway long story short we're out there someone out there bought a cassette with jeans on it fucking a fucking a so did i tell you that before no okay yes so that happened dude what we gotta do is like send me an audio or snippet of your gig or something and then we can put it into the podcast okay actually um yeah but anyways uh my friend (laughs) she recorded bits of it so i could do that or i could even i know we've talked about this a billion times and it hasn't happened but do you think we could just post a gene song like because we have one that's recorded yeah okay and then um because i still i still want to do a gene's hosted podcast i just haven't had the time and now i probably won't until next year and I was going to save that for that one, but maybe just since we're talking about it, maybe I could just put the one that was on the cassette. And then like, the... do like a live acoustic set when you guys yeah. do the podcast. Yes! And lo- <laughs> yes! Yes. Okay. That sounds great. Um, okay, yeah. So that's that. that was my big, like, because now, like, so yesterday, my friend took pictures of us, and then she posted on Facebook, and it got so many likes, and then... People, there's this other band, this other kind of like indie band in Hong Kong that they've just been playing at cafes and stuff. But because yesterday I was saying, oh, we should, we should do a show with them, and my bandmate was like, oh, but they're they're too professional. I don't think we they'd want to uh, like have a show with us or whatever. And then they commented on the photo and was like, oh, we should do a rooftop top gig together. I was like. Dude, you're fucking A again. That's pretty cool, yeah. So I feel like this part of my life is like kind of getting some momentum, which is really, really rad. Because I've probably mentioned this before, 
But my dream in life, or, like, my ultimate goal in life is to be in a band. Like, like if it's, like, a dream, if I could have a dream job or whatever it would be, it would just, I want to be a musician. That's, like, the number one thing. So, for me, this is pretty important and big. This is, like, year one, like, the start of it right here. Yes. That's it, yes. Um, yeah. So, how was the wedding? Um, oh, okay, so... Uh, the wedding, so it was my friend John's wedding, um, you know, he was getting married, he's getting married to this really, okay, so first of all, how do I start the story? Um, okay, so it was my first time ever going to a wedding, first of all, mm. I'd never been to a wedding before, and, um, I wore my, what did I wear, I wore my Space Invaders tie that I got last year, I had it for a mm. year and I never wore it, so I finally got to wear it. Um, and it was cool because I saw some people that I hadn't seen in years. Um, one of the girls there didn't recognize me. She's like, wait, is that Vince? I'm not sure. So I have a shaved head now. So she's like, is that Vince? So at first it was like, it's awkward, like, look. And then it's like, wait, does she just, is she a snob now? I'm confused. <laughs> and then finally later on, she was like, oh, are you Vince? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so it was all good. Um, the music was really good because my friend John's really into punk music. His, his now wife's really into metal and oh, they, nice. they both like 80s music. So there's a lot of 80s dance music. And then like he, his family is from Mexico. So there's a lot of traditional Mexican music for like the old people. Um, and the wedding was really cool. Oh, so they went up to the vowel. So they went up to do the vowels. Instead of that, you know that shitty wet normal song that people come out to? You know, da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. So she did not come out to that song. She came out to Stand By Me. Yeah, as soon as I, as I heard the opening chords, like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly, it was perfect. And um, so she came out and they said their vowels and she said something along the lines like, I, like I'm like i Frodo and I want you to be my Sam for like <gasps> the lifelong journey to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just cheered. It was so That's fucking so cool. rad. I, I kind of started like a dance I kind of started the dancing in a way because like mm-hmm. for a long time nobody was dancing and I was just like I want to dance so I, we all started this cool dance circle um, for the most part though the wedding was separated so the families were in this one part and then all the friends were at, at the other part mm-hmm. of like the area it was at his house and so his friend um, oh man I'm having a brain fart right now uh, Bob, his friend Bob brought all these board games. So we just spent like most of the wedding just playing like this game called like The Road, The Journey, something like that, The Trail. And we were playing Monopoly, this intense game of Monopoly. <laughs> like, yeah, we just we were just getting drunk and playing board games the whole night. And it was pretty fucking, it was, pre- it was pre- pretty good time. Um, yeah. Um, I gotta say, if all weddings are like that, I'm up for more. That was fun. Um, was this like a high school friend? No, this was like, so, so with John, we were friends like since fourth grade. Oh, nice. Um, and then in junior high, we kind of went our separate ways. Um, we, we still lived in the same area, but we just kind of di- in different crowds. And then, around, I think a couple like five years ago, when I started going to gigs, um, you know, one of the smell all the time and stuff. He was in a bunch of, he was in a, like he was like in two punk bands, and we kind of like intersected scenes again. I remember, like, he messaged me, like, hey, you like Foot Village? Let's go to this show together. So we, we went to the show. And so, like, we so like we kind of, like, got back 
became friends again in our adult years, and um, I kind of forget sometimes that we, we were like technically go to, go to, we went to high school together, but like I kind of consider him more of a modern day friend. What was he the friend that introduced you to zines? No. Okay. No, I mean I got into zines from Winter the Smell, like the zine library okay. over there. Yeah. But um, but he did introduce me to a lot of good music, so there's that. Um, but yeah. Um, you've been to more weddings than I have. Are all weddings like that, like this, pretty much? No, actually, that's the most different wedding I've heard because um, I've been to so I've been to yeah I've been to many weddings. I've been, I I was a flower girl twice I think at weddings. So I've been to like Chinese weddings, which is totally not like that. And actually, I think it was the Chinese weddings that I would go to that I was like, I'm never getting married <laughs> really? <laughs> because um, so usually. The wedding ceremony is quite traditional, like what you would expect. You go to like some sort of church or wherever, temple, whatever, and um, you go up the aisle and there's the bride and blah. So all that stuff is more or less the same. Different, I, I think, at least. Um, at least in the States. Um, but then the part, the, so they always do a big Chinese banquet. That's kind of like like classic thing. Um, and during these banquets, so the Bride has like several costume changes, and then they play. So everyone's sitting around you. So you, everyone has the food and stuff, and so the bride and the groom pretty much go, like, on stage or wherever, and they like play these weird ass embarrassing games. <laughs> like, okay, so everyone knows about the, the. I think this is almost every wedding in the states I've seen. Like, you know, the, where the groom has to take the garter off the. A bride's leg or whatever. I've, like, seen, I've, seen, I've, that. Seen, that, I've seen that on TV. I've seen that like every wedding I've been to or most that has happened. But then they have other games where it's like I just remember it was at my uncle's wedding and I was so embarrassed. I was like, how I was like eight and I was like, this is this is so embarrassing. Like if all weddings are like this, I'm never I'm never getting married. So like my aunt, <laughs> so she had what she had to do was she had to pass. So she had to get this egg, like there's this egg, and pass it through one pant leg in my uncle. So he had to put the egg in my uncle's pants and what? pass it through to his other pant leg, pass it through his other pant leg with her like face. So like, it's very I mean, sexual. The whole, yeah, the whole point is to kind of like humiliate, like not humiliate, but like embarrass them. But it's really funny kind of thing, right? Um. But as a child, I think I was traumatized by it because I was like, just, I just all I remembered from the wedding. And I was like, and then I remember my uncle got super, obviously it's his wedding, he got really drunk. And then he comes home really drunk, but I was like scared because I never saw him like that. So I think I just thought <laughs> weddings were just horrible occasions. Because <laughs> even to this day, I've never, like, cause then, okay, so after that, I've been to cooler weddings. Like, the best wedding I went to recently was, um, my friend, she had a plus one, but she invited two of us. She was like, we're going to crash the wedding. And it was in San Francisco, so it was a great excuse to go to San Francisco for a weekend. And then um, the wedding was – it was it was an outdoor wedding. It was traditional and stuff. But, there, I mean, I just I love – I just like going to weddings because, every, first of all, everyone's happy. Yeah, that's like, true. All the guests are happy. You get food. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. And then if you get drinks, you know, you get booze, and then you just – I didn't know anyone. I didn't have to talk to anyone. I just got to eat and drink and be merry. And then we <laughs> took some photos in the photo booth. It was really fun. And, um, But I would say yours is 
like because you guys played board games and stuff. That's really cool. That's like really down to earth and stuff. Like I like how non traditional sweating you went to was. And stuff. She, she also I would she, say she also had one of her friends be like the play the I guess the minister role. I, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I know she's really into Wicca, Wiccan witchcraft, and I don't uh-huh. know. I, I don't know if this is a witch because she was dressed in all black. Girl mm-hmm. who gave her away. She she was reading it from this green, this really cool green book. Uh-huh. Uh, that was really rad. And oh, I didn't even tell you about the bachelor party. Oh, which was like the Friday before. Uh-huh. Did we, did we we didn't podcast. Wow, it's been a long time since we podcasted. Yeah, it's been like three weeks. Yeah. Um, so let's backtrack. So the, so at the bachelor party, this was the weekend of Oktoberfest, I think. Uh-huh. And so we went to that German sausage place in the arts district. Okay. Um, Wurz, 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 yeah, that one. Really rad. Um, my, John's friend, Bob, he's really cool because he brings this really awesome, um, like steel, steel chalice that he got at a Renaissance <laughs> fair. And um, he just brings it with him wherever he goes in his back pocket. And so he pulls it out and he always put pours his drinks into it. <laughs> it's kind of like a knife of the round table kind of thing. It's really awesome. And then like, and then like one of the one of the like the guys who worked there thought he, he was bringing his own booze. He's like, no, 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 no. I just bring it with me. I, I buy the drinks here and then I pour it in there. <laughs> and um, it was really cool because they, they have you know that place has like this um has like paper tablecloth so people are drawing all over it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like an artist. Um, we were talking about collaborating for zines. Like Ooh, he nice. wants to contribute for the next like like. Okay, um, cool. He's like just, he's, so he's just drawing all these cool pictures. He drew this really intense penis. This really veiny <laughs> dick. <laughs> it was really great. Um, it was pre- went great with our sausages. And um, after that, we went to the barcade in downtown. Um, the barcade was not, I did not like it as much as the one in Portland. This was more clubby. They were playing a lot of rap music. Mm. Uh, like, you know, and, um, you know, not my favorite kind of music, but the cool thing was, so we all spread out cause it was super crowded trying to find games to play. So at one point I'm playing Ninja Turtles, right? Mm-hmm. And then John comes, he, he joins in and then, and one by one, everyone joins in. So we have all four Ninja Turtles playing. I mean, mm-hmm. we're going to beat Ninja Turtles tonight. I've never beat the arcade game of Ninja Turtles. So we're playing this intense game using all our quarters. At one point, we're running out of quarters. So I like, go, guys, hold the fort. And I run and put more money into the quarters. We go back. And like, you know, I've probably spent like $10 trying to beat this game. It's hard. So I finally go, we're out of quarters again. So I run, I put another dollar bill in, got get a bunch of I put like $5 worth of quarters. I come back, I can see there's like no quarters left and like they're about to die, lose their lives. So I run, I slam the quarters right onto the arcade. I think we're finishing this bitch. So I grab onto it and we just beat it. Just, the end, the game ends with you fight like five Shredder clones. This intense battle. <laughs> and then when we finally, we all like, we were like, yeah, we had a giant group hug. There's this random guy like, wait, did you guys just beat Ninja Turtles? And we're like, yeah, it costed $10. Dude, that's, that's like the best bachelor party story I've ever heard. It was great. Um, <laughs> it's like, because so, they usually they're like, yeah, I went to the strip club and it was kind of awkward or like everyone was drunk and stuff. This one's like, we beat Ninja Turtles and you guys had a group hug afterwards. It's super rad. Um, that's just, that was like halfway through the night right there. And um, yeah, these are not strip club type dudes. They're all, you know, they're all kind of like, they're in bands and they're artist types. So it's like. Like, you know, we're like, eh, none of us really want to do strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, then we go to the Angel City Brewery. Um, I had never been there before. It's fucking huge. It's like a giant warehouse kind of place. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, we get drinks. It's 
Dude, I gotta take you there when you visit. Like, okay. it's such a rad place. Um, you played like card games there, Cards Against Humanity. Um, mm-hmm. they, they even have board games there too that they give to people. It's a good time, except it closes like at midnight, which is a bummer. Um, so then we went to this bar called Seventh Grand. Um, it's kind of like a, it's like it's in one of the buildings. It's on like second floor. It's a really nice place. Super crowded though. Like I usually, I usually only go there on weekdays, weeknights. It's like a clubbing area. So I was not happy, really. Um, so I was just like, hey, guys, come on, let's just go. You know, it's almost one thirty. Let's call it a night. <laughs> but, like, you know, John wants to stay longer, so they're playing pool. And this girl, this girl's there, and she's like, so what does one guy do to play pool? I'm like, I don't know. So we're, we're like, bantering a little bit. And so, like, I kind of held up, I, I went, so I, I held out my hand, and I'm like, well, how do you feel about, how good are you at dancing? And she says, pretty damn good. So, so we go out, and we just start dancing. Um, at this point, I didn't realize that she was drunk, and so she f- c- fucking collapses forward, headbutts me right in the nose. Oh God! I think I tell, I think I messaged you about that. It hurt like crazy. Oh yeah, you said. I was yeah. like, what happened? And you, <laughs> we're gonna talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, that really hurt. I'm like, yeah, you're telling me. And then we just like walked away from each other. Like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then like a couple and then like a couple of minutes and then like they're like oh Vince how did you how did you just randomly start dancing with that girl and I'm like I don't know we were just talking and then um, by then it was like you know it was almost time to call it they were closing the bar so after that we we called it a night and um yeah my first after party it was a that was, was super fun <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, beating Ninja Turtles is definitely the highlight of the night. <laughs> uh, my nose hurt for like two days afterwards. <laughs> that was actually, that was a great little story though, because you're like, like it was all full of so many twists because you're, first you guys were talking and then you're like, let's dance. And then it was like, and so you think it's going to lead to something like romantic and then she had Butsy and then you just walk away. It was almost like a movie too, because like usually yeah. you, you you know if you're at a club you ask someone to dance, you just go want to dance. But mm-hmm. I literally just held out my hand, like like I was like, how are you? Like like how good are you at dancing? She's yeah, like, that was really smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think it was um I think it was, I had enough drinks that night, so I was uh, like you know I was on I was definitely on that night. Liquid courage. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Um, okay, we got a letter from the Penguin Ninja sent on October 17th. Okay. That. Um, okay, I have to open it. Wait. Oh, okay, while, while you're opening it, I will read, we, let's, do, let's do our segment of, um, Michael's musings. Okay. Since we forgot to do it last week, and, because he actually moved, he actually moved back from Salt Lake City. Oh, back home. Yeah, and it was um, it was pretty crazy. We got his pot. Oh, yeah, his it, 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 okay. First of all, it involves his bunk bed in his hostel collapsing, <laughs> um, and nervous anxiety, many anxiety attacks. Oh, so wow. that I'm, I've been meeting the podcast with him. We should all three do a podcast when you're here. Okay. So you're th- we, we, I've been wanting to do a power hour forever. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. Let's. Even see. though I can't drink anymore. Why can't you drink anymore? Because I'm on medication. Oh, shit. So you're not going to drink at all when you're here? 
Well, we're not gonna. Oh my! What are we gonna okay, do? Okay, we can drink. We can drink. We can drink. <laughs> but I just, I think I'm just gonna drink like one beer. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna have to take it easy. All right. Maybe Michael and I would just do a power hour. No, some... that's not okay. But I want to be there too. Well, you gotta do it. No, I. We'll, we'll, we'll three of us do do a non-drinking podcast, and Michael and I will do a power hour together at some point. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Now I want to drink. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Okay, let me okay. let me try to find. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. <clears throat> October eighteenth, Michael's mu- movie. Mi- I'm gonna call him Moving Michael now because that's his Twitter handle. Okay. So Moving Michael, Michael's music- musings. October eighteenth, four ten p.m. No wait, sorry. Is that four? No, that's three ten p.m. <laughs> okay, my bed caved in. It felt like forever. The process of falling onto the bed below. (laughs) Though it was only a second, it seemed as if my body was sliding down the wall for at least a whole minute. When I landed, I was trapped between the wall and the mattress. I just kind of (laughs) laid there for a bit, just thinking things over. So in order to save money, I kissed my private room goodbye and moved into a dorm. The owner made it clear that I had the top bunk and not to switch beds. This was my first experience. (laughs) <laughs> I think we should do one more since we didn't do it last week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. October 23rd. Um, backstory, he's been in America for one year now after moving back from Israel, just for new listeners. I've been back in America for exactly one year now. One year of resentment, frustration, impatience, and regret. <laughs> I feel like I've gone nowhere and done nothing besides make, besides make myself sick. 2015 really deserved better. I remember before leaving, I was in Tommaso's weird attic room telling him how, I, how, how hard and fucked up things would probably be when I returned. But I never imagined it'd be this useless. And you, we, you know who Tommaso is now. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Should have heeded his advice. Worst 300 days of my life. And I say 300 days because there were, there were probably at least 65 days that weren't miserable. Some nice shows and moments of intoxication. Texas was good. That aside, I've decided to put all the negativity and disgusting feelings aside and try a new approach. And that's it. (laughs) And that was Moving Michael's Musings. Until next time. (laughs) All right, Penguin Ninja. Um, I think the first part of the letter is towards you, so you could start it off. Okay. I actually didn't read this, so... Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Where I'm from? I'm from Ohio. Wait, wait, wait. Columbus, wait. Dude, that's, a, that's an old letter. What? This is from October 17th, dude. We read that like 10 episodes ago. No. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit. Because I typed the mutually awkward. Okay. So. Okay. Is it, um, okay. October 17th, right? Yes. Okay, sorry. I could delete all that. <laughs> I find it cool that Paige eats food themed to the movies she watches. Usually people eat popcorn, but that's a cool way to go. Yes. So, uh, yeah. That's what I do. Um. It, this past week, we watched a cartoon, an animated movie called Ernest and... Ernest? 
Ernest and no, it was Ernest and I forgot. It was a French French movie about a a bear who befriends a mouse in this world where bears and mice don't get along. <laughs> it was really cute. I, I liked it. So it has nothing, but, to do, um, has nothing to do with Ernest, the guy who wears like a hat and stuff. No. <laughs> no. Um, actually, that day, because I wanted to watch Toy Story 3, so I dressed for Toy Story 3, but then my friend was like, oh, I already watched Toy Story 3, so I was like, oh, shit. But she's like, okay, but we can find a movie that's like an animated movie. So just she gave me four options, and I chose the one that most matched my outfit. <laughs> but yeah. You've never um, watched Toy Story 3? I have, but okay. my friend, or you no, know, we already did. So she was like, "We should watch movies we both haven't seen." Ah, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right, this is regarding watching Rambo. When we talk about me watching Rambo for the first time, if someone read the Rambo first blood script to you, do you think you would want to produce the movie if you were a director producer, or just pass on it? I would fucking produce the fuck of that movie. It's like <laughs> the most amazing script ever. Jeez, yeah, I love that movie. Oh god. Oh, now that now that like horror October is over, I'm, I I got to finish watching the rest of the, those movies. Oh yeah, I watched them. Um, so my so my horror film of the year, <laughs> your one horror film of the year, <laughs> was Carrie. Just because I've been wanting to watch it for so long, oh, that right. I, I just take it out of the list, you know. Yeah. And um, I I really liked it, and for me, it wasn't scary at all. It was I found it really sad. Like, it was more, because it was about bullying and stuff, and so, and the ending, I I thought was so sad. I guess it was kind of scary. It was really, it was creepy. It was more creepy, I think, than scary, but, um, yeah. Did you like it? I I haven't seen it in a long time, but I do remember the mom's a total bitch. She's Uh, fucking crazy. Yeah, she's fucking crazy. Yeah. The pig blood scene is awesome. Yeah. Um, And John Travolta blows up in his truck. I did not, well, first of all, I did not even know John Travolta was in it, so when he showed up, I was like, oh. Um, the cool thing was, cause I, I made a blog post about it and then my mom, <laughs> my biggest fan, she, <laughs> um, texted me and was like, oh, I saw, I, I remember watching Carrie in the theaters alone. And I just thought it was really random cause she never watches scary movies. So let alone in the theater. And, it, and of course this was in, like 1976. So I had this like little vision of my mom in the seventies going to the theater <laughs> by herself watch, to watch Carrie. I thought that was a cool little scene. My head. <laughs> oh, did your mom tell you that that um, she's signing up for the LA Zine Fest? Oh, she said the Glendale one. Oh, I think because it was in Glendale last year. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She mentioned. She oh, said cool. she wants to sit next to you. Yep, yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, that would be pretty awesome. Yes. Okay, so also speaking of horror movies, um, so here's all the horror movies that I watched this October. Um, a little bit more than you. Um, so I watched The Green Inferno, the new Eli Roth movie about cannibals in South America. I watched Curse of Chucky, the new Chucky movie on Netflix. I watched The Lost Boys for the first time, where Keith Sutherland's a vampire. Oh, that's on my list too. Dude, it's it's not even that scary. It's just, it's just a cool movie. It's like my favorite vampire movie ever now. Oh, sweet. Okay. I watched The Shining on my flight back from Boston. That's a creepy ass fucking movie, mm-hmm. but it's good. Um, since he just died, I watched a bunch of Wes Craven movies. So I watched Scream, Scream 2, 3, and 4, and A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I watched this alien abduction movie called Altered. Um, I watched the, Quint- the Robert Rodriguez movie that stars uh, Bruce, not Bruce Willis, what am I thinking of? Of George Clooney and Tarantino uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Wow. Um, Selma Hayek plays a stripper in it. It's pretty awesome. 
Um, I watched Poltergeist for the first time. That movie is fucking crazy. And then I watched like one of my favorites, The Gate. You that was a lot of that was like thirty movies. <laughs> And then I watched one more Freddy Krueger, like, on my second night in my new apartment. But it's technically in November, so it didn't count. Okay. I think next year, so next year we're planning. Because my friend really likes, one of his favorite movies is The Others. Have you seen that one? No. So he's, because it's, it's directed by, what was it? Gle- Gle- ah, I can't say his name. The guy who directed Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Um, but he said it was, like, it's just really nicely done. But it's, he showed me a, a clip of it. And I was like, oh, it was so scary. It's in Spanish. Uh, it was so scary. Like, I was like, oh, okay, maybe. You know what? Maybe this won't be my movie. It'll, it'll be when I'm older and more mature and ready. <laughs> it was because it was a scene. So it's, it, no, no, no. Maybe not the others. It's called The Orphanage. Sorry, not The Others. Oh, yeah. others I just Googled else. it right now. And it, it, it is a Spanish director, but it's not. It's not. Um, oh, do, oh the Del, Toro, Del Toro didn't direct The Orphanage. He produced it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But, um, so that was, was about an orphanage, I guess. <laughs> so the scene that he showed me it was this woman, so she, I think she wanted to get the kids out, the ghost kids, talk to the ghosts for whatever reason. So she had to play this game where she knocks on the, the wall and says this little rhyme, and then she turns around to see the ghost kids come out. But each time she knocks, they take one step. So it was just really creepy because every time she'd say knock and do the word, turn around, you'd see them get closer and closer, and you couldn't see their face. It was so fucking scary. <laughs> I don't think I could watch them by myself, actually. So maybe I'll watch these. Like, I could see myself watching the, what is it, the Lost Boys by myself, like, next year, if I'm alone. If I have friends, <laughs> say <don't. laughs> if I could find something to watch a movie with me, then maybe I could watch something, like, scarier. Yeah, and, and you know, The Lost Boys is not even scary. I mean, come on, it has, has, has Corey Feldman in it, too. Like, it's it's a good time. It's just a fun movie. Okay, but that's that's on my list for sure. That's awesome. It's, it's going to be your favorite vampire movie ever. It's such it's so fucking cool. Okay. Um, okay, back to the letter. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see, I agree with Vince on saying, oh, I already love this part already. No, but you skipped the part. Oh, has my, oh, my bad. Has Michael made a baby cry by making weird faces at it? He, uh, to my knowledge, he has not. Um, I've never seen, you know, even though he hates babies, I've never actually seen him do anything mean to a baby in real life. So. Yeah, because he's not a, I mean, he's not cruel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll, he'll hate it, you know, talk about what he would like to do, but he would never do it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I think we're all like that, you know. <laughs> um, so. I agree with Vince on saying Paige should have went off on that girl at the park for being rude. It would have been a funny experience. She should take the same action as Michael does with babies. You know, I'm actually, I'm really, I have a fear of little kids. Like, I'm not kidding. It's because the other day I was talking about something and somebody made a joke. But I was like, that's so true. Because I was, I was telling him why I didn't like children. And he was like, he was like, oh, haha, like Jean's getting bullied by kids. And I was like, Oh, no, but that's how I feel. Like, I really feel like I get bullied by these kids. So I don't know. And I always feel, I feel like they can sense my insecurities and my fear. So they, like, take advantage of it. And their parents are always there. So you can't, like, do anything. Like, I always feel like, I don't feel like an adult at all. I just suddenly I get, go, I diminish to their level. I'm just another kid on the playground. Like, I don't know how to, like, I seriously, it's, I always thought I would outgrow it. You know, like, ever since, because as a teen, I thought, okay, I'm not that much older. Maybe that's why. And 
no, I'm almost like 30 years old and I feel bullied by children. So I don't know how to deal with that. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, just shake a baby really hard and that, that, that is a job, right? No, I, I'm not see like I don't feel bullied by babies. It's like children the, because they say things and they're mean and the thing I saw that so I thought saw this um quote the other day that I was like, This is kind of true. <laughs> so there was it was like if a man says you're ugly, he's being cruel. If a woman says you're ugly, she's jealous. If a kid says you're ugly, then your ass is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> And at first, I was like, not like, I was like, oh, this is stereotypical. But the one thing I have to agree with if a kid says you're ugly, you're ugly. Because kids don't lie, they're just so fucking honest. They just so. say things. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, um, uh, this is, you can delete this part, but like, um, this room is booked at two. So we have to wrap it up sooner. Wait, what time is it over there? It's uh, 1.45. So we have 15 more minutes. But I'm afraid, like, I think that's fine. But okay, cool. No, no, you hold that minute until, even if someone's right at the door and it's like, no, 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 bitch. It's one fifty nine. Cats are what I feel are the babies of the Seinfeld episode where the parents want them to see their newborn baby who are doing nothing, but lay, who are doing nothing but laying there. So there's this episode of Seinfeld where they're like, come on, come see the baby, come see the baby. And they're like, I don't give a shit about the baby. Who cares? Uh, yet they blow up your news feed with pictures of them. Oh yeah. Kittens are okay, but cats just sit there doing nothing. Ooh, that's a, I think that's a jab at spider right there. And I seem to attract cat. And I seem to attract cat people to me. I live in a cat world where I feel like an outsider since I'm not excited to see pics of cats twenty four seven. Cats literally do the worst shit to their owners, whether it's knocking over shit or sitting on your laptop because you aren't paying attention to them. The owners go, oh, so adorable. If dogs do this something bad, you can tell they feel bad, which is true. Cats literally give no fucks and just stare at you. And you know what? That's okay. My cat has done some dumb things. And when he does these things, I don't, I'm not like, oh, I'm like, spider, what the fuck? You know, like, but the one thing I like about cats, and maybe it's because I want some of that personality is the fact that they don't give a shit. Like, they don't, they don't listen. They don't care. And I think that's maybe the reason why I relate to them so much is because, well, I relate to them in a lot of, like, I feel like if I were to be a dog or a cat, I'd most likely be a cat for various reasons of, like, I don't like water. <laughs> I don't like going out for a long time. You know, stuff like that. I don't know. Um, but one thing that I wish I had more was just this no fucks attitude that sometimes, like, sometimes I get annoyed. I'm like, man, dogs are so, like, they're so loyal. I mean, it's all good stuff, but you're, like, they depend on you so much in a way where it's, like, kind of sad. But cats don't. And so, I, I love dogs, too. But that's one thing I, I was like, damn, if I could have just an ounce of that, that would be great. You would, be, you would, like, you would own the world. Yeah, so I, I actually, I want to learn more. <laughs> Although recently I've seen I've seen all these articles where people are like cats. I saw this recent one where it was like, oh, so the 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 like the modern domestic cat is most like the lion because they're both neurotic and there were two other words that they described, but I just was like neurotic and I just I don't know I just googled neurotic just to see the full definition and it was just like let me read the definition. I mean we all know what it means, but just when you have it 
spelled out for you, you're like, yeah. the fuck, cats are fucking crazy. So neurotic is having caused by relating to neurosis, which is basically mentally, wait, hold on, mentally ill, disturbed, mentally deranged, unstable. <laughs> like, there was another one I saw where it was like, like jealousy, anxiety, and I was like, wow. <laughs> That's just a lot to put on a cat. But it's true. Like, they are like that. Cats are so fucking weird. Like, they're just... Sorry, now we, now we have this whole segment about cats, which is not what the penguin ninja wanted, but you know what? Hey, it opened up the forum for discussion. Yeah. <laughs> which is the whole point, so... Um, yeah. Okay, can I read the next one? Yes. My mouth dropped when Vince says he makes himself feel better when he sees people worse. <laughs> Especially when you brought up the Cubone story. You would charge yourself for that? Reminds me of Stewie from Family Guy who was sustained from Meg's anguish. Link. Oh, I haven't seen the link. Wait, let me click on it right now. It's loading so slowly. Oh, it's not loaded. Did it load for you? Yeah. Oh, what happened? Pretty, pretty much Meg is crying. And then, like, Stewie, um, he licks her tears. and He's like, mm, your anguish sustains me. Which is exactly how I feel. Exactly. You know, I saw the... Okay, <laughs> so late. So, like, when you tweeted me that Cubone thing, like, I seriously spent a whole week trying to think of the best response for it. Because I wanted it to be clever. <laughs> And then eventually I forgot about it. I was literally every day, I would type a response and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And I just, you just ignored then, me like fucking No, I was seriously pictures. was like, I was like, no, I need to respond. It's so great. But I just, I couldn't think of something. So, um, because and, that was hilarious. And what did I do? Sad. When, yeah. And then what did I do when I saw that? Oh, because there was, a, okay. So I tweeted out to Paige, a, like the new Pokemon card of Cubone. And it's like, what is it? he's like really sad, right? Like he's like looking over. It's like another yeah. depressing. It's another like Google sad Cubone, which I did again that night after I looked at that picture. So if you guys, this whole Pokemon fan thing, where if you just Google Google image sad Cubone, there's like literally thousands of like illustrations artists and people have done of like Cubone crying over his dead mother's grave and holding you know a Marowak skull all sad or like ash like in front of. Cubone's grave swearing revenge and vengeance for her death. And it's like all, all this intense art. Um, yeah, but this one, it was, so Cubone was sitting there and he's like crying. And behind him, you see a mother holding up her baby and laughing and so happy. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And that's when you're like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Um, for non-Pokemon fans out there, Cubone is this Pokemon that wears a skull mask, I guess. He, he just wears a skull over his head. So you can never see what he really looks like. And according to the Pokedex in Pokemon, that's the skull of his dead mother that he wears. So, yeah, he has a, so all Cubones have a dark backstory. But that's just funny because it's like... They really just went there. Yeah, with the, the card. card. Like, like they didn't have to do that. They could just put Cubone on a fancy little background or something. <laughs> there. He's yeah. literally like the one who's alone. It's like, damn, fuck. Hashtag no chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I, I think I need to start wrapping up. Okay, wait, um, but this next part. Okay, the next part. It's actually about your story. 
Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Let me just answer this. So yeah. let me just, uh, I'll just read the part. How about I just read the part about my, my well, story? No, the, the whole part's about all the zines. So let's just do that next week. Okay. We're out of time. Yeah. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. So yeah, King Ninja, we will reply to the rest of this letter next episode. Um, yeah, let's try to, maybe we can try to record next week. Um, yeah. Um, and we'll be Yes, next week. <laughs> At this time, it's fine. Yeah, like, look, work. Okay, cool. All right, so this has been a Mutually Awkward Podcast, episode 43. Um, we should call like it... Like us. We should oh. Call, like, oh, yeah, like us on everything. You know, we need to write it. If, if you like our podcast, please, please write us up iTunes review or Stitcher review. If you don't like us, just leave us five stars anyway, because you know, why be a dick? Just be cool. Yeah. Just be cool. Support your fellow human. Yeah. Support your human. Uh, we're all we're all in this awkward world together. We're all in this cat world together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Keep it keep it awkward. Music